Hi everyone and welcome back to the second episode of Change Making Women. On today's episode we'll be discussing menstrual periods. This subject is taboo in many societies. However, the fact still remains, the menstrual cycle affects women's lives in a number of different ways. On today's podcast, we share our perspectives on the menstrual cycle and how it affects our lives. We talk about some of the impacts of a subject so real for us being taboo and touch on some ways to get more comfortable both with your own cycle and the subject itself. My name is Marianne Clements, podcasting from London in the UK. Together with Ziada Abed, podcasting from Dar es Salaam in Tanzania. Uh, hi, Marianne, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Ziada? I'm fine, thank you. So you're feeling better now. Last week yes. we, we missed our recording. Absolutely, I'm feeling much, much better. So, so tell tell me a bit about why you why you weren't able to do the call last week. Oh yes, you know, um, it's just it was menstrual uh, period. The the mm. pains are just unbearable. <laughs> it just gets a bit too much, you know, and it's. Uh, it's painful. You you can think you break into sweats. You know mm-hmm. you start throwing up. Um, it, it's really a bit of a mess, really. Uh, you know. So yeah, I mean, it just can be really, really painful. And after all these years, you might think, you know what? When you grow older, it it might be uh, better, or you might get better. You yeah. know, the pains might get easier. Yeah. But actually, it doesn't. No, not necessarily. I think. I think it depends, right? Yeah, and, and sometimes you feel like, you know what, maybe I am on my own. This is just me going through something. Mm-hmm. But when you hear other women talk about it, yeah. and then you realize, oh, so I'm I'm not alone because every woman's experience is different. Yeah. You know, someone else will be like, oh, no, yours, yours are better. Mine are even worse, you know. And, you know, it, 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 it makes you think, okay, you feel like I'm the only one suffering from this. But there are other women going through the same thing. So you're actually not alone. Mm-hmm. And then women don't really talk about it. You know, it's no. almost like a taboo not to talk about your yeah, extra pains. Yeah. yeah. I was, well, was going to ask you about that, how, how it is in Tanzania to talk about that. You don't really hear um, women talk about it. Anymore. It's just usually everyone is going through it individually. Yeah. And unless it's, it comes out of a conversation then it doesn't really come up. No. If and I'm I, making sense. Yeah, yes. yeah, you are. And I always, I, I always remember, like, if you go and buy, like, sanitary towels or tampons or whatever in Tanzania, they give you, like, a paper bag, don't they? Yes, so they, they actually yeah. wrap it on a, on a paper bag. In newspaper. And then, give it in a, and then put it in a black plastic bag. It's like you cannot show this to anyone. As if it's something <laughs> shameful, right? Yes, absolutely, mm, yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bit, there's, there's something of that here too, I think. Like, I can remember when I was in school, like, it was, I, I felt like I had to hide my, 
hide my tampons in my bag, you know, in something. Like no one should see that it was yeah. that you had you that you were bleeding or whatever. And yeah. it, and and when I think about it now, it's so that's so strange because it's such a a it's such a natural normal thing, and b it happens so often, right? Like yes. every four weeks, <laughs> exactly like all the time. It's like happened to me. I don't know how many times. Like if I work it out, like since I was however old when I started to now. I mean, it, it must be like, I don't know. Don't you feel like it should, be, it should be normal, right? Right, it's hundreds I mean, it's, of times. You exactly. know? It's not like something unusual to me in truth, in my reality, in my, in my own experience. It's something regular, normal. <laughs> it should be normal, but then it's, it's still not. You can't even, you know, you can't even talk, uh, talk about this in front of your your father. You know, it's it's almost right. like yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's a no, no. You can't tell your father. Uh, I'm in my periods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be uh, the whole room will be like, oh. you know what I mean? You sometimes you feel like this is so normal. I am going through, as you say, I'm going through this every other month. So yeah. why is it? such a hard thing to talk about <laughs> yeah and for me like what I've come to believe is like it makes it harder because you can't talk about it right because the truth is that you do feel a bit different right like every it might not be completely regular for you but like every four weeks or so or it could be a bit longer or a bit shorter or however your cycles go but you f you feel a bit different so like to pretend that you feel fine is actually a massive effort, <laughs> you know? Yes, it is. Um, and, and I think, I don't know, personally, I just feel like um, they, they actually should have a few days spared for women yeah. at work, you yeah. know? It's just, you know, you just give them because you can't even say, you know what, I cannot come in at work because I have my menstrual pains. You always have to lie. There was a story here not very long ago, like in the, in sometime earlier this year, about a, I think it's a company or some sort of organisation somewhere in the UK that has brought in a policy around that. I don't know exactly what the policy is. I don't I don't think it's that you have to be off work, but maybe that you can be if you need to be, or that you can, or there's some sort of allowance around it. I should look up what the actual details of it are. But there was a whole thing in the news about it. And the thing is, like, some people will say, oh, you know, um, so some sort of uh, women who might look at that and say, no, but I want to be treated the same as men, right? So they're treating me different. And then it's like a, so, so that's like one reaction of people like, you know, but I want to be treated the same as men. But the thing is, um, on the on the flip side of that, it's like, yeah, but you, we go through this, right? We go through it anyway. So if we push ourselves to behave the same as we are the rest of the month, you know, actually that probably just makes us feel worse, <laughs> you know? Because in reality, on the, on, especially on the first day or the second, first few days when we're bleeding, we should be resting, <laughs> you know? We should exactly. be resting if possible. Mm -hmm. Or if, you know, you can't, at least we should be aware that like our, our our body and mind are in a different state. It's like a it's a very different state of mind from the middle of the month where you're Absolutely. ovulating when you you can do anything and you can like save the world. 
absolutely, absolutely. Spot on. That's the right way to put it. You're in, you're in a different state of mind. It's like an outer body experience. <laughs> yeah. And you have it every month. And I think there's a use for it. There's meant to be a use for it, but it isn't just carrying on as normal. And um, I've been bleeding this week. And one thing I notice is that um, I, I'm really forgetful, like super forgetful. So like someone can say something to me, I can, I can kind of hear it and say yes I know and then I can forget about it almost immediately or like just a really simple thing of like normally if I want to maybe I might go on some social media like on Facebook to check something or look something up or find something out and then I'll and then I'll go back to what I was doing but when I'm bleeding I go on there and I forget what it was I was doing and I start like (laughs) you know I go into that thing where you're like just looking at anything and you're all all over the place and you just follow whatever and then you realize oh my god half an hour's gone (laughs) I haven't done anything and whatever it's almost like I shouldn't be trying to work because I'm so distracted yeah like not focused whereas in the middle of the month when I'm ovulating I could like you know I could organize a flight to the moon. You're much I'm more so sharper. Together, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're much more sharper. For me, it's, I guess it's different. For me, it's not just not forgetful, but rather I'm just tired. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm tired of everything. I'm tired. I'm even tired of hearing myself talk. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what? I just, I, I, really, I'm just tired. Yeah. And then <laughs> you just want to, want to sleep half of the time, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, may, it, may, it even makes you a bit slower in terms of your work. You're not as productive. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You're, you're procrastinating. Um, you're not interested in a lot of things. But it's only that space of one or, you know, one, about one to three days that you feel that way especially the beginning right especially yeah, the beginning exactly the yeah. beginning or be, just right before you actually start yeah you know so those few days it's, it's like it's miserable it just completely alters your 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 character as a person to go through that and then you still have to pretend you're okay I yeah, think yeah. that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not okay. But then the question is, shouldn't us as women sort of control that? Is it even easy to control that? You to know, control the, um, the, the emotions the emotion. and how we feel at that particular yeah. time. So yeah. I, I have done quite a lot of, I've been reading quite a lot of things about this the last few years. And um, there's some sort of people that have written a bit about kind of... Um, how to kind of get, I guess it's like sort of more in tune with your cycle and Mm. like manage your life in a way that like is a bit more like accepting of it rather than the whole time trying to push against it like like what which is what we do if we just try to act as normal Mm -hmm. and they and basically in a bit a very summarized version of it they talk about like so so okay you may it may be that you do have to go to work because you know for whatever reason you can't actually or you do have to look after your kids or whatever it is you know you can't actually stop your life but at that time you know try not to book anything a bit don't book any big meetings you know like avoid like if you can avoid like anything that's really important or like having a bit of work that's like your most important you have to present to your boss you know try to avoid Mm -hmm. it being at that time and 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 also 
stuff around like trying to rest more when you can maybe you know saying oh I can't make it at that time if you know if you start bleeding or whatever and just 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 allowing yourself to kind of say actually you know mm. what I can't do it um, okay and that if you do that it actually even the 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 weight of it and the and the struggle with it becomes lighter because you're acknowledging it that part of the problem and part of the reason you feel so rubbish is mm. actually because you're the whole time trying to pretend like you know you can cope and even here I don't know we have all these I, they make me angry now when they look at them but all the adverts for like sanitary towels and tampons are all like they're all about like you know how you can sort of do anything <laughs> if exactly. you use this tampon your life oh, yes. can continue I've, as normal I've seen, I've seen that I yeah. think it's the latest advert I like the execution of the art that's <laughs> uh, that's well enough but it's just I just feel like it's missing the whole idea behind, you know, the mens the menstruals. It's not just about the act of a woman actually bleeding. No, exactly. <laughs> sort of a whole package around it. Yeah, a whole package of changing hormones that makes it happen, right? Yes. And the way you feel, it's like you know, totally different. And some people say, so some of the things I've read, people say that. Um, in that time, though, even though you, you might be rubbish at getting things done and you might only want to sleep and rest and stuff, but it might be a really good time to, like, think about things, think think inside yourself about, like, what you really want to be doing or, like, maybe if you're an artist or a writer, it could be, like, quite a good time to do creative stuff because you're in that sort of, like, sort of not quite, you know, slightly altered state of mind. <laughs> So, like, it can be, like, a good time, even if you shut yourself in your room, you know, <laughs> to just kind of be with whatever you want to be. And then, like, on the flip side, in the middle of the month, wherever it is for you, where you're ovulating, it's, like, that's the time when you should, like, go out, have a business meetings, like, do things that are really important to you that involve lots of other people where you've got to be, like, confident and whatever, you know, like, you should you should try to organize your life in a way that kind of respects your cycle basically it's really interesting yeah, it's quite interesting i guess it requires a lot of practice yeah and, I think, and a lot of acceptance yeah i think it does and it also requires you i i don't chart like everything every day or anything but i write down now when i start and i like mm. i've seen my pattern basically and it's so in, what they tell you to do to start with is to write your pattern like every day to write down they have these charts and every day you write down how you feel because also not everyone feels the you know the exact same pattern of how they feel but generally if you chart it you'll notice like maybe like for me I think there's a few days before I bleed when I'm just really quite nasty <laughs> usually to people and that I love and, trio, I <laughs> and then there's days in you know that are, are flip side there's days when I'm so productive I should basically try and do everything that day because I'm like I'm so productive on like day whatever 14 or 15 or somewhere that I'm just like yes I can do this and everything's brilliant yeah 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 so <laughs> that's when I should be trying to like cram all the <laughs> things I need doing but yeah yeah so so I think I guess the thing that's that's really interesting about all this is like it's something that like has been happening to women forever or for as long as human beings have existed mm -hmm. it must have mm -hmm. been because it's it's part of how we create life and the life of our planet is sustained it's like a fundamental 
you know, important thing. It's more important than most other things that we have this ability to, you know, to create and, and shed life in our wombs. It's like, you know, it's really important. But why have we, like, made it into this thing that we have to pretend that doesn't happen? It's so weird. I mean, it, it's very weird. I mean, while, while you were talking and I just kept on thinking all these times, especially in school, you know, yes. growing up, how shameful it will be just because yes. a, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a stain will show yeah. on your skirt. And, you know, like boys will laugh at you and girls will be embarrassed, embarrassed and you stress over that period. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you're you're like in class, but you're stressing. You're like you're not even concentrating that That's time. Right. It's true. Yeah. So I don't know. I I just feel like I it's um it's time. Perhaps we should teach our children that it's okay and it's a normal thing, and yeah. maybe this should start from as when they're at a younger stage. Yeah. So it, 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 for some reason, I just feel like it needs to be normalized. Why shouldn't it be normal? I mean, it's normal to say I'm going to the washroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's normal to say I'm going to take a shower. Or even I'm going, yeah, I'm go- exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I truly believe that has to change. Yeah, and I truly amazing. advocate for you know workplaces to have a provision for women you know when they when they are going when they have their days um to give them at least one or two days of rest yeah <laughs> and then you make know. up the time if you must you know it's like exactly make it up when you're when you've got a lot of energy right yeah <laughs> um i'm interested so in tanzania is there any you know who who say for you personally or what do you know about what happens for other other women like did anybody give you any information about about um, about women bleeding before you started having? Oh, okay. Yeah. Any... So, person, yeah, personally, so I can speak for my first, since you know, like um, the what the Yamwezi will do. I come from a tribe called um, Yamwezis. Yeah. This is, I think, it's almost central Tanzania. Yeah. So, uh, so part of the, you know, the culture and the tradition is when, you know, when you, you, you get your periods, um, the first person you're probably going to tell your mother and then because your mother cannot talk to you or, uh, for the, for traditional reasons or, you know, thing, the, yeah. the taboo thing. So they, they sort of, you know, shift you to your aunt or your right. grandmother. Yeah. Yeah, so so she keeps you in oh, for seven days actually. Really, you know, you're okay. you're just in, and uh, you know they so they start teaching you on the cleanliness and and things like that. You know, so so I, I guess growing up for me was much it was different as to comparison to now because sort of right now you get all of this hygiene, you know, cleanliness, um, menstrual, you know, education sort of in school. Do you okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so whether it's proper or not, but you still end up getting it in school anyway. So you you know, I guess children nowadays, they know more. And yeah. then there's internet and they read there's and more there's to television. Find there's well. more to find. Yeah. But, you know, us growing up, that was a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were not really privileged to do that. So you, you would stay in for like seven days. You know, you get all of that education and things like that. And, you know, you're, you're taught about all of that so basically that's how so you didn't for instance i did not know about menstruals until i actually got them so i'm like 
what is this? <laughs> so that's when you go to your mom. And that's she when I go to my mom. And refers you to the... Yes, so she takes me to either my my auntie, you know, my aunt, or she takes me to my grandmother. And then you, know, you have that seven days of them showing you. And do they do they celebrate that, or is it just a kind of? No, they actually now depending with you know depending with the with the timing or depending whether you know and things like that the timing the traditions and the cultures around that and it depends with the you know with from what tribe you come from. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people, you know, go all out and actually do celebrate with... Yeah, yeah it's Yeah, I, so it, it becomes a really huge thing. For some, that symbolizes now, okay, fine, you've grown, you've grown up, you're, you're a grown-up woman, so either you can get married, should yes. your parents, you know, yes. should your parents say, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, we're willing to marry her off, yeah. Or for more modern parents, they'll be like, you know what, we want her to continue with school and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So it really depends with the with sort of a tribe, the tribe that you come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Because it's interesting because some people here now who've kind of been bringing back some or bringing some sort of awareness to these things have like started to, to create some way of like celebrating or, or suggesting that people celebrate when mm-hmm. when a girl gets her first her first period because yeah. that hasn't been a tradition here certainly in anyone's okay. like, living memory so it's just it was it's just been like like for me my mom did talk to me about it so that wasn't a taboo and okay. like there wasn't anything uncomfortable about it at home really but it was just you know it was a sort of factual information like you know this you know th- this is what it is and this is why it happens and all, she she was very open about all of that and then you know this is how you deal with it now you've got it you know this is the ways you can use the t- you know sanitary towels or tampons or whatever it was I don't remember and then um, and and it was kind of, and kind of that was it but the thing that was weird for me it wasn't at home but it was the fact that then this whole thing has happened to you and it happened to happen to me quite early for, you know, and that's just, it varies, right? Quite a lot for women to women. Yes. And then there was this, so this whole thing was happening for me. And then it was kind of like, it wasn't like you could talk about it in school. Yes. You know, so I was like 10 or 11, I think. 10, I think, actually, quite young. And then, and, but you couldn't like put your hand up and like, and they would say, well, what did you do this week? You couldn't say like, oh yeah, you know, I started bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, although it was sort of factually open and, at home, yeah. In school, it was this thing you were trying to hide the whole time, hide the tampons in your bag, not let the, the like you said, not let there be a stain on your yeah. skirt, the whole Absolutely. day worrying about that. And, that you know, that whole, yes. it was just a whole thing. And, I, and I've and i read um, since that the, the, the number one reason for girls dropping out of school in lots of places in the world is because they can't afford sanitary towels and therefore they don't go to school yes absolutely in fact it's it's a it's a it's a problem you know it's it's a huge problem and they have to result into you know cutting materials and and use that for for sanitary wear and it's quite uncomfortable and I have to say I I kind of experienced that I mean it's not because okay, I did not afford, you know, sanitary towels. It's just, you know, traditionally you're like, okay, this is, you know, during the seven days. So it's like you're being told of what if you do not have sanitary pads, what would happen or what what else you should, we should use. And, you know, and for some time, like two, like two to three days, you would use that. And it's quite, 
it's quite uncomfortable because you sort of need to clean that, you know, you know, so it really depends with how much, you know, you're bleeding at that particular time. So if it's really heavy, you can imagine you have to change at least four to five times a day yeah. and then you have to keep on washing, washing that. It. So imagine and if you've not see, got running water or whatever, if you don't have got running water, then it, it, it's a sad picture, actually. So it's a huge problem with sanitary towels. I think over the past two years, three years, I've seen that um, with the awareness, people mm -hmm. are really trying to help um, most of these girls, trying to take sanitary wear yeah. to where they are, yeah. um, making them cheaper. Yeah, because the money yeah. thing is a whole other issue, right? Yeah. You're supposed to pay for them if you don't have it, your own money. And stuff. I was yeah. going to talk again about, you're probably, you're, this is probably going to surprise or, or make you laugh, but um, I've started recently using reusable ones sometimes. And uh, <laughs> so it's a bit like what they taught you, only they're made for the purpose. So they're like very absorbent. And they're easy mm. to like wash out. And the re I've got two reasons for it. One is it feels much nicer somehow. It's really absorbent material. And the other is just the sort of environmental thing of like if everyone's just throwing away. It's a bit like nappies. It's just okay. like so much of this stuff that just gets like thrown in the landfill or whatever. So um so that's probably going to make you laugh because that's not what they do in the village. It's like, but um, but they're 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 people that are making them like specifically for the purpose. So first of all, they're making them in the color that it, you know. So like they have like pink ones or pretty ones or whatever. They're quite nice to look at, and they're made out of this very absorbent stuff in the middle. So you can rely on them like you can rely on um like on a one that you buy from a shop yeah. right you know uh -huh, uh -huh. and then it's just the, but there is the faff of rinsing it out obviously but of course if you've got running water and you know you it's it's much easier right it's and much you have yeah a little it's bucket much it's quite easy Definitely. then you put it in the washing machine right so yeah. that does you know obviously that makes it a lot easier and I guess in a way that's that's a it's cheaper in the long run, although you pay something up. Obviously, when you buy it, it costs more. But then, you know, it's in the long run, it would be cheaper if you had something reusable, right? Absolutely, it would definitely, it would definitely be be cheaper. Definitely be cheaper. So you know, like um, I just I just quickly typed um just to look at you know what the government actually is oh, doing. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and this is um I think there's an an article this year May twenty fifth. Well, um, it says um lack of proper sanitary gears is among major reasons rural girls students miss yeah. their classes yeah. and subsequently drop out from school. Um, it's estimated that girl students spend up to six days at home to serve the five days of the menstrual circle every year this is according to the Ministry of Education's um, Water Health and Education and Sanitation Coordination uh, Coordinator her name is Teresia Kuiwite now um, during that launch of the International Menstrual Hygiene Week um, she said that the use of traditional towel makes girls lose confidence while attending lessons yeah. thus opts to remain at home this is what exactly what we were talking about yeah, and what they've tried to do is um, they, they've launched this uh, ongoing pilot project on affordable sanitary pads. It's implemented in some of the regions okay. um, like um, Babatu, Karatu, Siha, Magu, uh, Chatu, Njombe, and Mofindi. These are all districts um, in, in different uh, regions in, in, in Tanzania. So you can see you can see that, you know, at least the government is actually trying to do something there, actually trying to waive tax on the imported sanitary pads, and this will be very, very helpful. 
yeah, you know, definitely. very helpful. Exactly. And I guess it, that's it, it's sort of like breaking the silence a little bit. But then it's interesting, isn't it? Because they sort of say that because so th- so there they're saying like because girls don't go to school, therefore they're going to drop out. Yeah. Um, so if we give them some trials, they'll be able to come every day. But the, the, that still doesn't get over the issue of what you feel like on those days and, and how days, what you exactly. need to do is rest. <laughs> it doesn't get over that one, does it? It doesn't get over that one. But I guess you know it's it's just one one step at a time. Yeah, we have to live with the <laughs> least, world that we're in, right? Yes, one we. step at a time. At least make it available. Um, for make first make the the pads available and then start talking about the emotions behind. Yeah, not so much about it's not like the biology that I that I worry about so much. It's like the what actually happens for you as well. You know, it's it's not just the biology of it and why, but then it's also like, and this is what happens in terms of your hormones, and you know, most women therefore feel different, Mm. and that means that we we're changing all the time, and like men, they're not in the same way changing all the time. They don't have that constant cycling of like. You know, when you're when you're bleeding, you're you're in that that sort of space we've talked about, where it's hard to get stuff done and whatever you Absolutely. need to rest. And then yeah. the rest of the month, then you come out of it for a week, and then you go towards a sort of big energy, and then you come back again. And the whole time we're moving between these places of like needing to rest or having loads of energy. And like mm-hmm. men need to know about that. <laughs> We're not the same every day. And I think this, I, I believe it should start from school. I mean, you know, when you're in school, uh, it shouldn't be, you know, something that boys laugh at you whenever you're going through that. No, Rather, true. they should, I don't know, lack of a better word, I would say, to sympathize with you. <laughs> it kind of is, in a way. Yeah, or, in a way, uh, you know. I mean, if, if it was boys that had periods, right? Oh my god. I don't think if they'll be able to handle it. I don't think that there would be this sort of thing. And may I don't know, there would be this kind of like taboo about something that happened to them so often. I think the taboo about it is because it's a woman's issue. And and, and they def- they'll definitely make noise about it. They would make noise. Uh, and they'll uh, even probably have a, you know, a policy. Yeah, where you get know, a week so, off a month we'll if a you're week a man or something, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. Um, so this has really been an interesting chat. What's your one takeaway out of this conversation? Uh, my takeaway is we need to, and it's probably anywhere, everywhere in the world, but we know that it's in Tanzania and in the UK and every other country I've ever been to, that there needs to be more awareness about how we, amongst us, but then also amongst men as well, about how our cycles affect how we how we are basically and how we can do things and then we could work with them that's my main takeaway is we could work with them if we had that awareness work and the and the taboo is just holding us back basically it's just you know it's just restricting mm-hmm. us and making it more difficult all right i guess my takeaway will be you know we try actually it's just urging everyone you know to try as much as they can to normalize it yeah because you know this is it it happens to us until it stops happening although i don't know i believe maybe it's scary to some people but it, it shouldn't be um it's it should be something that even as women we can sit down and actually talk about it yeah. um as women we can sit and you know teach our young ones that it's okay 
no, you know, not to feel ashamed and embarrassed all the time you are you're going through this. It's okay to accept the feelings yeah. when you're you, when you're going through this, um, and to and I guess to just train, um, you know, the young ones as you grow up how to adapt around, you know, when you when you under those circumstances. But don't you think that if you're, I, I well, I I think my belief is that the more aware you are and the more you can talk about it and the, with other women or with, you know, the, and the men you live with and whatever, then the easier that becomes. Not because it doesn't happen anymore, but it's just you're not all the time trying to resist it. I hope uh, this will make a difference and women should start talking about it. Yeah, and I can share some stuff on on the on the show notes or whatever about... Um, about places you can read more stuff about this because it gets, gets kind of interesting if this has picked your interest. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk Thank to you, you very much, week. Marianne, for this Have conversation. A, yeah, it you was, too. It's, it was brilliant. And again, our dear listeners, if you, you know, you find interest in this conversation, you can always leave us a comment. Yeah. Um, you know, you can like it, you can share our, our podcast. All right. Until Take next care. week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. The theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com.